I will avenge you, father. I will save you, mother. I will kill you, Fjolnir. I will let you know what I thought of the Northmen right now. This review is brought to you by StoryWorth. Give all the moms in your life a meaningful gift you'll both cherish for years. Go to storyworth.com Merle to save $10 on your first purchase and stay tuned after this review for more info. Hello, everybody, and welcome to my review of The Northman, which is hitting theaters here this weekend. It is one of my most anticipated films of the year, and partially because it's from Robert Eggers, who I think is one of the most interesting directors working today. This is his third feature film after The Witch and The Lighthouse. The script was also co-written by Eggers with Sion, who wrote last year's Lamb and 2000's Dancer in the Dark. The Northman stars Alexander Skarsgård as Amleth, a Norwegian prince who's exiled after his uncle Fjolnir deposes his king father, played by Ethan Hawke, and marries his mother, played by Nicole Kidman. Strike, Rother. Strike. But know that bearing a stolen ring makes no half-breed a king. Amleth seeks to rescue his mother and kill his uncle with the help of Olga, a Slavic sorceress played by Anya Taylor-Joy. Willem Dafoe and Bjork, always interesting to see on screen, also make appearances as mystical heralds of events to come. The Northman is budgeted reportedly at somewhere between 70 million and 90 million dollars. Can I just say bravo to Regency and Perfect World for greenlighting Robert Eggers' vision for this movie at this budget point? It would have been really easy to say like, oh well we like your vision, but we're not going to take that sort of financial risk. This is definitely a financial risk, but it feels uncompromised because The Northman is a stunningly realized film. Eggers reteams with his usual group of collaborators, including cinematographer Yaren Blaschke, who brings us a bloody, muddy, beautiful, and sometimes surreal vision of Norse myth. Skarsgård literally and figuratively roars his way through the movie in a furious performance that's also touched with melancholy. I like that they don't just make this somebody who is blindly obsessed with revenge. This is what we get at first with Amleth, but we see as the movie goes on that he's been so single-minded. He's basically a freight train speeding toward revenge. It's only when he nears his destination that he begins to wonder what he's passed by along the way. It's a nightmare. Then you must wake up. I think it's a really, really strong performance from Skarsgård, and it's one of those things where he's just the perfect guy for this because he's got the acting chops, he's been in so many different movies and TV shows that prove that, but the dude is also ripped. There are going to be a lot of pictures of Alexander Skarsgård on people's gym vision boards because good grief. The ensemble in general is great, but I really do have to single out Nicole Kidman in this movie. Yes, the AMC lady. Because I think this is the best performance that she's given in years, and yes, I am including her Oscar-nominated role as Lucille Ball from last year's Being the Ricardos, which I wasn't the biggest fan of. This is some of the best work that I have ever seen her do on screen. And I do kind of hate that the AMC commercials have made her a bit of a punchline right now. I mean, I don't really think that's what she was trying to do. I think she just wanted to try to inspire people to go to the movies. But I don't want that to pigeonhole her in people's minds, especially people that might not be familiar with her earlier work, because this really does show her capabilities as an actress. And I was floored by her work in this movie. Like I said before, The Northman was one of my most anticipated movies of the year, and it did not disappoint because it is bloody and bleak and unrelenting, and it is keeping with Edgar's usual way of bringing uncompromised weirdness and surreality to his work. And there's another reason why I applaud this movie being given such a big budget, because I don't think it's going to make it back. 
and I hate to say that, and I hope that I'm wrong, but it, it, it taps into something with Edgar's work specifically that isn't entirely his fault, which is marketing. He's not responsible for the way that his films are marketed, but when you go back to both The Witch and The Lighthouse, I think it set audiences up with an unfair expectation based on what the movie is. When you look at The Witch, it was sold as mainstream horror, which it definitely was not. When you go back to The Lighthouse, it was sold as like a two-man psychological thriller, which it was, but there was so much more to it than that. And then when you look at The Northman, this is being sold as a gritty revenge action film, which it very much is, but that's only one component of what this movie is. I think the trailers are relying pretty heavily on the first act of the film, with a lot of Edgar's more signature touches sort of set aside for people to discover when they go into the film. There's a good part about that, and there's a bad part about that. And this is purely anecdotal, but there was a group sitting behind us last night when we went to see the movie, when the lights came up as the credits were rolling. I heard the guy sitting behind me turn to his group of friends and say, oh, I'm sorry, guys. And I think it's because they were expecting this sort of gladiator-esque movie, and that isn't what this film is. There are elements of that, but if you've seen Robert Eggers' work before, this is not a radical departure to the pure mainstream. This is very much still a Robert Eggers film, and he is so many different things that are challenging to people that might just be walking in and expecting a straightforward, gritty action Viking movie. And keep in mind, nothing about that is the movie's fault. It's just about the marketing. And I understand that studios need to market movies a certain way for people to show up. But at the same time, I think you have to be careful not to promise them something that they're not going to get because that can cause a backlash and certainly cause bad word of mouth that overall could depress business over time. I hope that I'm wrong. I really hope that people might be drawn in looking for the more straightforward action film and then they see all of this crazy surrealistic stuff, these crazy Viking visions. And I mean, again, if you've seen Robert Eggers' work, you know that he is a very singular filmmaker. The other thing that I think we have to keep in focus here is that I think The Northman is a success because it feels like an execution of a stunning artistic vision from Robert Eggers. And it may just be that a Regency and Perfect World and the other financiers behind this film said, we just want to pay $70, $90 million for this movie to exist. And that would be wonderful if that's how it worked all the time. I'd love it if all the studios were just billionaire studios that didn't have to worry about making their money back and then they could finance whatever they want. But that's just not the world that we live in. At the same time, I think it's important for studios to invest in filmmakers and visions that they believe in and understand that the box office may come in second. And I don't want this movie to be labeled a failure or a mistake if it fails to draw a wide audience because I don't think it's either of those things. I think it's exactly the movie that Robert Eggers wanted to make. Regardless of what the box office is or the marketing, etc., I'm really glad that The Northman exists because I think that we need these kinds of films in the world. And I think that we need filmmakers like Robert Eggers in the world. And it's not because I'm just a huge super fan of his work. Honestly, his last two films, The Witch and The Lighthouse, are movies that I admired more than I liked. They were just kind of attuned to a little bit more of a different frequency. So I wouldn't say they were bad films. They just weren't necessarily for me in many aspects. I will say that of Eggers' three movies, I liked The Northman the most, which may mean that some people who like Robert Eggers' movies like them the least. But I really, really dug his vision. I think he's one of the most exciting filmmakers working today. I think he needs to be given the resources to make these kinds of movies because there really aren't any other kinds of movies like Robert Eggers' movies being made right now. 
Obviously, if you're a fan of his films, I think that you're really, really going to enjoy this. If you're on the fence, I say give it a try because you may find it to be something that challenges you and maybe doesn't necessarily resonate with you, but opens some new doors for uh, new ways of storytelling. And it's not abstract. We're not talking like a super, you know, kind of a David Lynch type thing where it's barely a narrative. There is definitely a narrative here, uh, and there are definitely a lot of action beats and great action scenes, etc. But there's also just some crazy crazy stuff thrown in that I think that you're either going to go with or you're not going to go with. I didn't go with everything, but I think that you're going to go with a lot of it. I hope that more movies get made like this, but the best way to ensure that they do is for us to go out and give them a shot. Before we go, I'd like to thank the sponsor for today's review, which is StoryWorth. Luckily, I haven't had to rescue my mother, Viking style. Uh, We are pretty close to each other, especially since I moved here last year. But there are so many things about her that I've realized over the years that I didn't know. So many memories that she shared with me. And now with StoryWorth, there's a way for you to remember those forever. Basically, the way that it works is every week, StoryWorth sends my mom a question. These are questions that I select. They have a huge bank of questions that you can pick from, or you can just write your own questions. My mom has the whole week to write answers to those questions. This week I asked her about the moon landing. I think coming up it's memories of my grandparents, what it was like for her to go to high school, anything that you really want to know. After one year, StoryWorth combines all of these answers plus photos and any other family archive things that my mom's decided to submit into a keepsake book that they will send to you so that you can keep it and share with your loved ones for generations to come. I'm very excited about this because I'm very close with my mom. She raised me as a single mother, but I've never really had a chance to compile all of her memories. And I even asked some questions about stuff that I don't even know about. So this is going to be a great way for me to always have this bank of knowledge, not only about her life, but about the lives of so many other people in my family. With StoryWorth, you can give all the moms in your life a meaningful gift you'll both cherish for years. And for a limited time, you'll save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash Merle. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash Merle, M-U-R-R-E-L-L, to save $10 on your first purchase. I want to thank StoryWorth for sponsoring today's review, and I want to thank you for watching. And stay tuned because there is another review coming very soon for The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, the very meta Nick Cage movie that's also coming out this weekend. I'm excited to share my thoughts on that with you. Until then, stay safe, and I'll see you next time. Bye.